Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Y'all, this is a ramble, and we know it's back-to-back rambles, but guess what? When I talk to you guys who come into Audrey's Coffee House and Lounge, y'all want rambles all day long. Yes, so we're going to deliver the rambles, and apparently Ashley's very Southern today with two y'all. I said y'all twice? <laughs> you said y'all twice. Holy wow, moly. Ashley. You guys you moved up north, and now you say y'all. Does it sound better to say you guys or y'all? I mean, probably That's such a good question because I've been feeling like I feel like I can't say you guys anymore. Why? Hey because guys. of like certain proper. Well, because not everyone's a guy. <laughs> I know. But like, this is something we've been saying like our entire like, hey guys. you know, like this is like a, this is an expression. Yeah. You well, know? we hold on. I forgot to introduce my friend Sadie, who's on the podcast today. Sadie's going to be joining us for some I don't get it. Sadie, what are your thoughts on you guys? Hi, hi y'all. Hi, hi y'all. <laughs> she's she's already welcome I, into the crew. She's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I actually have adopted y'all, even though I am fully California non. I'm proud of my non-regional dialect, but okay. I have adopted y'all because it seems. First of all, it's just convenient. We're combining two words. Mm-hmm. We're kind of skipping a step. But yeah, I do. I alternate between y'all and you guys. So I'm, y'all, I'm on the fence. Hey, y'all. I feel like I say you guys like all day long. So I just need to change it up. And you know what's easier in text or something to say y'all? Like if you guys are coming, like, hey, um, like when y'all get here, let me know. It's so much easier than when you guys get here. It just sounds that better. That feels so unnatural. I feel like a poser. Yeah, unnatural. I couldn't I couldn't do it. Right, Lauren? Like I'd yeah. be like, who am I? Becca Tilly? I like what I am know. I saying? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyways. It's okay. a ramble, y'all. Well, it's do you say y'all. any look, Naz says anyways, and every time Lauren and I say anyways around my dad, he's like, anyways, ha ha. You mean anyway? He's like, you sound like Jersey trash when you say anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait that's Anyways, such a that's such a diner. florida that's such a florida thing i think yeah people yeah. are yeah i've always said anyways anyways so we're starting <laughs> we're gonna continue our conversation that we had about x on our mm-hmm. last ramble so if you guys weren't listening basically all girls have or all women have icks when it comes to like things that we see with guys when we're dating them. And someone who listens to the podcast submitted multiple, but one of them I thought was so funny. So she said that she was dating this guy and he had his shirt off and was like making pasta in the kitchen. And the hot water like got on his stomach, like on accident. And he goes, owie. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. (laughs) Owie. And how, I want to know how long they were dating for. (laughs) I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. It just puts you in the moment too. Cause you're like, no, that is, I can't. Like that's pretty, pretty gross. I wonder if like this was a like a an ending moment for her. No, they did. They definitely didn't end up like dating forever because she had a couple okay. more about him that I didn't share. But I just thought that that was like so funny. Yeah. What other ones? What were they? It's the, so icks are so funny. Well, They're okay. Like, so Sadie, do you stuff, share icks yeah. that you've experienced? I'm not sure if you guys have exp- have said this already, but if I see like a man in a full outfit, like you're wearing like a, a shirt and pants, like it's like a designed outfit mm-hmm. and then you have sandals on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, yeah. 
I didn't. Disgusting. Yeah. Repulsive. I'm out. Get your entirely. shit together. Be yeah. an adult and put yeah. on socks and shoes. Yes. I can't. Ew. Like, especially um, Hunter has a golf tan and <laughs> um, he has the palest feet ever. So it's like he's wearing shorts, tan legs, and then these white little like pasty <laughs> things are sticking out. And I'm like, if I wasn't with you, this would be the grossest thing. It's just like they're, they are an accessory. Like your feet are making a statement. And like it, when they're fully in, if you're at the beach or you're at the gym or like there's some reason for them to be out, it's like, oh, that accessory makes sense. But yeah. it's otherwise, I'm like, you might as well be wearing a sombrero on yes. your business casual because like the, it's not a, a combination that matters. I'm sure someone's gone on a date and then a guy walks up with like flip flops and like full on pants. Like so. It also, so the lack gross. of effort too. I want to be like, why are you in your house shoes? Yeah. I, yeah. And people are like, they're foot prisons. Shoes are foot prisons. Yeah, like it's I put like, on a bra for this. Where are your thank socks? You. Thank you. Like I am uncomfortable. You should be uncomfortable. Yes, exactly. And also I feel like guys don't really pay attention to like feet hygiene. Yeah. Like they, yeah. they cut their nails. If Men you are, see like, any so of that white at- shit on their toenail, it's over. <laughs> now listen, listen to this guys. Men of darker skin tones, they can totally get away with flip flops. It's the pasty white boys that can't. Interesting. Discrimination. I know it's discrimination, but think about it, Lauren. Lauren, know, think about I it. I know, a nice I tan looking foot with and maybe a some hairy knuckles. All right. All Wait, right. Lauren. I was just thinking, like, well, you have pale skin and like the black hair coming out. No, it's it's the Hobbit effect. Uh, sounds like my foot. Yeah, sounds like my foot. It's the Hobbit effect. Yeah, I gotta yeah. shave my toes weekly, guys. I haven't shaved my toes in the longest time. I got them laser. You got them laser. And man, man, oh man, did that laser? It stuck through. It's I don't have any through. hairs on my. Right. You know, like now it's disgusting. Yeah, Wait, it's, you used to shave your toes. Yeah, Lauren currently still shaves her toes. Wow. Yep. Mm. Please shave your toes. I used to, and then I got them lasered. Wait, what? Stop it's a pale, it, Sadie. Pale person problem. Yeah. Who? Pale person problem. This is something we don't talk about enough. Lasering yeah. off foot hair. I don't have hair. toe hairs. But you don't oh, have hairs anywhere nice. now. It's like you don't even have to like you don't even have to wax your Wait, lip. Right there you have it. Yeah. Where? Let me see. Here. This one's still just on the knuckle, like where it bends. You get a couple. You have nothing. Out. Well, I've, I've been lasered. Yeah. Wow, that's fascinating. Well, actually, let's speak of this. Let's speak of this. How do you guys get rid of your facial hair? Like each method. So like around a round table discussion. Yeah, a round table here. discussion. Should I begin? Okay. Yes. Obviously. So, um I use the straight razor, you know? I know that people say like, "Oh, but will it come back denser? Will it come back spiky?" I find no difference. It's the only way that I can remove my facial hair without getting sense like overly sensitive or like ruining my skin. Like when I use the um whatever they call the cream, um that makes me like burn and that like it that it's not always even and it stinks and I feel really really disgusting like the 7 minutes that it's on my mustache area because when you look in your in the mirror and then you see that white mustache and it's really really gross, but that's besides the Point. it really just hurts me like that's a, my I skin's mean, too sensitive for it and then uh, um then the waxing because i use retin-a uh it pulls my skin right off so i can't do that so really i'm left with straight razoring and i i think it's a faux pas that it, it shouldn't be recommended very thorough Thanks. the cream sounds like a, something you do in sixth grade when yeah like nair like, like are you like talking nair, about nair yeah, i'm talking about like, nair because that's what my mom started me with in like fourth exactly grade. in like fourth or fifth grade yeah, yeah where you're like this is not it's so the, extreme it's the scene from uh my big fat creek wedding when totally. they were yes. getting ready for the wedding yeah yes. Yes. yeah but it literally smelled like rotten fucking egg like oh what was God, in the there what was that chemical i don't know but then they um made a better version it came in a purple tube and it did not smell as bad it had like a lavender tone and it worked way better it was better for sensitive skin but still i'd much prefer my straight razor but I want to know who at Nair was like, was like, yes, this product's fine to put in bottles and sell to the masses, no. literally smelling like expired <laughs> eggs. Like how, yeah. how, and people putting it on their body, like it's fine. This is part of beauty. Yeah, like it's also like so aggressive. The smell takes me back to being 12 years old in my neighbor's kitchen. And we put on bathing suits and covered our bodies. Oh, in because like your bikini area. 
just our whole no our like arms our legs our bikini area we like Whoa. covered our body and too much there's negative side effects it did not <laughs> it did not feel good also it burned like hell did yeah. it burn for anyone else yeah and then yeah. you take it off and then you would be red for like three days yeah uh well naz did you even have to this all started because i felt like feel like naz only has hair where she should have and that's well i don't say i don't mean that that's that's not right at all Uh, hair naz only has hair where most people would like to have hair which is her eyebrows and her head um so naz did you even grow hair on your upper lip yeah no i definitely have like a little stash but i used an air for my legs and like for bikini line, I didn't use it for my face. I'm shocked that you use an actual razor for your face. I think I would be terrified to not do like that. a not like a leg razor or like a man razor. Like I use a straight razor. It's different. What is it? What is a straight razor? It's just like that. Like it's a, a dermaplaning razor. Dermaplaning. I you know, dermaplaning. But you're talking about like the little motorized ones, right? No, no. Yes. But I also use that. Oh my god, um, flawless. The flawless thing that you see infomercials for. Amazing incredible it rips your hair out of your no long it doesn't rip this? it out i don't know what this is i don't have like commercials. it's a hair removal like buzzer but it's different than most buzzers it like makes you so so smooth i don't know how it does it maybe it i don't know maybe it does lift from the root a little bit i got i started getting the motorized ones because you always had them in your house ashley so that's what mm-hmm. i use on my mustache oh well that's good for um nose hairs and such yeah as well what lauren what do you do i i go between the straight razor and waxing i can't believe you got very normal straight razor what do you use sadie so i i have a straight razor too i okay. actually like it's nice to like once you do it i feel like my makeup looks really good yeah one thousand percent yeah um but i also am addicted and this is like for a specific demographic of this? people yeah that's what i have too it's okay. like, one of like the little... skinny metal facial yeah razor. yeah okay. yeah i am addicted to uh, plucking face hairs mm, yeah in, specifically like in really good lighting like there is nothing more satisfying but you can it, be there for hours it ruins your <laughs> skin what'd she say you could be there you, for hours yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like very satisfying and it's funny because i've learned this like from being in someone's car and i like caught her in her like secret shame because mm. she had like four pairs of tweezers in her car and i was like wait what are all these for and she was like it's a natural so light baby and was like the light in here is really yeah. good for plucking face hairs. And then now, guess who keeps a pair of tweezers in her car? I love that Sadie brought this up because I literally will wake up and have a whole day of things to do. And when I look in Tell the mirror, this. like my good lighting mirror, like near yes. my closet, not my bathroom, and I see hairs, I'm like, oh, hold, hold everything. Yep. Hold everything. I don't care if I'm 15 minutes late. I have to stand here and pluck all these first. And it's yeah. like this, like. It has, like, such a sense of urgency and immediacy yeah. to, like, yeah. get rid of it. It's so satisfying. Like, yeah. you will, like, if you have a full day, exactly, like, you get in that lighting, it's it's so, it's ours. And it's, it's satisfying and fun. You put on music or TikToks yeah. and you pluck away. It's the best pastime. It's People are like, what's your happy place? Me. It's literally in the lighting, plucking, or squeezing Stop. Your, your pimples. This is yeah. so I, interesting because I do not enjoy the plucking process. I will do it when I look into that horrible lighting. You know, good. It's good because you see everything, but it's horrible yeah. because you see everything. Yeah. I I've don't ever stayed- enjoy the process. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I've stayed dedicated to, like, finding the good lighting and whatever because one time I was at the dentist (laughs) 
Okay. Mm, oh my god, it's always the, the dentist. Chair. They pull your lip up, and then you see all your little spiky mustache hairs. I'm, it's so embarrassing. <gasps> Wait, I'm what? in. I'm in the chair, and they've got that light that is yeah. like made for a spaceship. Like it's a mm-hmm. weird light. And they put the light in my face and hand me a mirror to show me like what they had done in my mouth. Yeah. And all I could see <laughs> were little like chin, like a couple chin, chin hairs. hairs. And I was like, I can't yeah. look at this. I need one of these lights. And so then from then on, I've, I've paid attention. So I ordered a dentist dentist chair. (laughs) (laughs) The dentist light. Oh my gosh. I'm always so embarrassed at the dentist because even though I'll be like, oh, I, you know, I removed lip hair like seven days ago there, they saw it all. Like it's all back and it's just, they were looking at it the entire time. I know they were. Now I have something kind of hair related, hair related, I guess. Um, what's everyone's preference on the male grooming situation down there? Cause that could cause ick real fast. I got a major ick. I, there was this one guy, um, and he was like completely shaven, not a hair in sight. And then like, it feels wrong. Like when you're having sex with him, it feels very wrong. So I, I hate clean shaven men. What do you so think? So you like, you like to like feel hair. When you're I want to feel hair. Yeah. I yeah. 100% agree. Anytime I've seen someone completely bald, I'm like, this is an accident. Like I caught an you accident. in a wrong time. Like this, you didn't mean for it to be like this. Yes. Like you couldn't yes. have. Ew. Yeah. I don't, oh, God, I don't like I was that so gr- I really think that was what ended one thing. See, that's so interesting because I love giving head. So I don't think I would, I don't think I've ever even I, I don't think I've ever engaged with someone that was like completely bald, mm. but I feel like less hair, the better. Cause Groups? the less in my, ma- yeah, I I'm guess like, it needs to be groomed. You need a beard trimmer. You need a bald trimmer. Like they're two different trimmers. Yeah. In your a trimmer, but not a shave. It's a trimmer, but not a shave. 1000%. Yeah. Yeah. Not that need, I've seen enough to, to know. Yes. And like, yeah, you know, like a gardener came, but yeah. not a, have you guys ever gone down on someone that like wasn't groomed and then you just like had a bunch of views? Yeah, it's called my fiance. No, <laughs> but I like it more. Like when it's like when it's pretty full, I'm like this is so much better than when you trimmed. I think. I don't I know. It looks more manly. A little bit more if you know I had more experience and if my mom wasn't listening. Your mom. Your mom. Our mom is not going to know what you're talking about. It's okay. I still pass. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What she said. I still pass. I okay, still she passes pass. her turn. Okay. Um, anything else on this this hair? The hair. Um, ram- the hair oh well, I, Lauren. I want to know how you how, when you do wax because you. I've never seen you wax. My upper lip. Yeah. What do you mean? Never see me wax? I've never seen I have you wax little, yourself. I have those little strips, and I just rip them off. That's it. Okay. Got a box. Speaking Got of hair, your money pieces look so bomb right now, but Lauren won't give me money pieces. What are money um, pieces? Money pieces are face framing highlights. Ooh. Oh, um, that's what they're called? Yeah, they're money pieces. But they look great. Because they're money. Yes. Because they're, they're bling bling. And I won't give them to Ashley because honestly, your widow's peak hairline is going to make it look a little bit strange I and you're too dark. You have a widow's peak. You have like a little calic here that never makes your hair like part like perfectly center. So yeah. like I think it would look a little. Do bizarre. you guys ever watch Benny Dramas videos of Kourtney Kardashian and like when yeah. he like colors in the so yes. hilarious, so yeah. good. Oh my god! Speaking of guys, I know. Well, we were obviously going to get to it, Ashley. Well, it's a natural transition. Natural transition. Me and Kim. I mean, what the heck, guys? I was like I'm so so, so into it. <laughs> Now, I'm so upset. Theor- theories, anyone? Because obviously, think, who broke up with who? Well, do we think that, um, like, Chris had any hand in this because it's right as the baby? Was Chloe, also- Chloe yeah, and Chloe. Tristan. Yeah, did you guys see those memes where it was, like, Chloe and Tristan at baby number two and yeah. Skeet breaks up and it's Chris laughing, like, hysterically? Yeah. <laughs> now, so do wait, you mean yeah. to, like, draw attention away from yeah. Chloe? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. That's the, that's what I've seen on TikTok. I've, oh, interesting. Like it's like uh, they're just working on their PR at mm-hmm. the same time. Mm-hmm. That was obvious- on TikTok where they uh, break down when there's an episode in like the last two seasons of Kardashians where Kim is looking over analytics of what people like to see them do. I don't know if you guys remember this. Mm-mm. She's and they like, oh, like breakups. Like, they like uh, yeah they liked something drama. about seeing her re- in a relationship, and they didn't like Kanye. So it was like um, all these people being like, we don't love you with Kanye. And it was like, a, I don't know. Someone on TikTok was like, this is when she decided she was going to date Pete. Like, wow. Or date wow. someone new. I, um, I think that, 
the last time we even saw them together was when I think Chris Appleton did his hair bleach blonde and they were like laughing in a parking lot. And that may have been like a month and a half ago, maybe a little bit longer. And I don't know, maybe she got the ick from the blonde hair. He's had blonde hair their entire relationship. I think he looks so much better with dark hair. And I'm like, why is he always blonde? I don't know. But then I saw this thing. It's like so sad about Kim and Pete. It's so sad. But then all this Miley and Pete compilation. Because like, do, don't we think Miley and Pete are a much better option? And they would look amazing. Wait, Miley Cyrus? Yes. What other Miley do you know? (laughs) I don't think Miley Cyrus and Pete make sense at all. I think they make Mm. a ton of sense. But they're too similar, Lauren. They're too together. Also, I feel like they have the same like mouth and voice. Is that exactly? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that could be brother and sister, I guess. Yeah. yeah, that's why it doesn't make sense. That gives me an ick. I'm really sad that Kim and Pete aren't together anymore. But I also did you? I don't know. I think a part of me, <sighs> guys, we were living for the content on the we show. Really thought we really thought that they were going to get engaged. I did. I know. What? I think that's that's what I was like trying to like grapple with in my head right now. I was like, did I actually think that her and Pete were going to last forever? I think if I'm being completely honest with myself, no. But I wanted them to. I yeah, wanted this also, to be. You know. You also thought like there's her. You couldn't imagine them really being together forever, but then also you couldn't imagine one of them breaking up with the other one. Like, I couldn't imagine what they would have to go through to break up. Totally, yeah. totally. Um, I got it. I got the news via text, and I just got a screenshot of, like, a picture of the two of them, and then it was thoughts, question mark, question mark, mm-hmm. and I legitimately thought it was an engagement announcement, so I was really uh, bummed to see it was a breakup. I, was, I thought yeah, it was well, more likely, think, more likely to be think- an engagement. Yeah, I agree. Who do we think broke up with who and why? Okay, so recently there's this quote that came out that said, like, Pete's biggest dream in life is to have kids. Like, that's all, like, his number one. And I'm thinking, well, one, she's 41. It's definitely possible. I, I, I don't think that her age is really Especially a factor. with all the procedures yeah. she went through and she probably has she may eggs. even have like frozen yeah. embryos. Um, oh, well, actually, not not embryos. Eggs. Those would be with yeah. Kanye eggs. Yeah. Um, but I think that she probably is like, I have four. I'm I'm not gonna do this again. And I think that he's like, yeah, I should probably find somebody who's like more at my stage of life. Maybe, but I also don't see him breaking up with her. I think more of like her breaking up with him. Maybe in the sense where she was like. I think that you need to like live your life and be 28 and yeah. That's kind of where my thoughts. That's my train of thought. And I, I also think it's so fun to watch her have fun. I don't know if anyone else felt this Mm -hmm. way, but I was like, this is fun. I'm living vicariously through you. Younger man. I love that summer fling energy. So I wasn't like so sad that they broke up because I'm like, as long as you're having fun, like this is fun for you. I love it. And I do think like she probably ended it. Like that's my, my to to let him go Mm -hmm. and maybe maybe she wanted to have kanye back as her stylist like there's also that well that's so funny (laughs) you say that sadie because only as a stylist yeah as a as her boy boyfriend husband stylist well it's funny you say that because before kim and pete broke up i heard rumblings that like kim was back with kanye and then of course she posted Kanye Yeezy's new like sunglasses with like North. Yeah. And of course she looked incredible, you know, like wearing Kanye's clothes. Mm -hmm. And so then when the skeet thing news came out, I was like, damn, like, do you guys think she, I actually don't think she would get back with Kanye, but I think a lot of people think that she would. I think she would. I think she would. I think she would. Just like leaving him and feeling that freedom. I don't know how she could go back to it. I, I don't think right now. Changes. I think if she did, it wouldn't be right now. Well, there's an element of like the fa- he's the father of her kids. Like what you know, yeah. there's that piece. Right. He's unhinged, but mm-hmm. together they are like a power. There's something happening. Like I do, I could see her going back just for the like. It's a it's like a merger of sorts in, in some yeah. sense. Like it doesn't just feel like a relationship. That's true. But I just feel like Kim was so like, I just want the little things. And remember when Pete got her dibs yes. on the yes. PJ and I'm like, this is what she loves. This is what she needs. She doesn't need like money. She doesn't need yeah. like, she's done yeah. everything. She's been on every magazine cover. Like at this point, I don't know, but it is funny because think about it. It did work. No one's talking about Chloe and Tristan's second kid and everyone's talking about Ski. I know. I want to go off what Sadie was saying. I do think that she wants to be with the father of her children. I think she's pretty traditional in that way. So if she could be, she would be. 
And yeah, there's like a friendship there that is so deep with them that even if it like wasn't always romantic, I feel like she could always like Kanye could always be her best friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've I, th- I think friends. they are best friends right now. Yeah. But no one likes her. Like she gained so many new fans, I think, during this whole Pete thing. Like I feel like she gained more popularity during this Pete thing than than in her entire career almost. Because like everyone everyone loved it. So I don't know if it would it would, it would be purely for her emotions, not even for a PR thing. Do we think the breakup's gonna be on season two? Like you think they would shoot something now and edit it in because it's coming next month? Yeah. I guess so, yeah. I mean, you have to give us closure. Yeah, I need to. We, we know how it forms, and so now we have to know how it ended. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break right now, and we'll be back to talk about my um, nanny gate. Nanny gate. You guys have probably heard us talk about ZocDoc before, but we're going to remind you because we love them so much. ZocDoc is an app. ZocDoc is an app where you can find really great doctors um, that have certified patient reviews. Um, whom you can book online, whom you um, can tell right off the bat whether or not they take your insurance. It's so great. It's so helpful. I used it last week. I kept having my every single night I had a migraine and I was like, what the hell? And I was like, you know what? I have the ease at my fingertips right on my phone. I have ZocDoc. I'm going to look up a neurologist and I'm going to get this shit taken care of. I'm not going to be a hypochondriac and wonder what's going on when I could literally use ZocDoc to cure all of my problems. So when is your appointment? My appointment is next week and it was the easiest thing ever. And there's so many reviews. There's like, you can search by like how many stars the doctors have. They're like, you can see all their education, all the good stuff. Yes. So. Guys, go to ZocDoc.com, find the doctor that is right for you. You can book an appointment in person or remotely. Find someone that works for your schedule. All you have to do is go to ZocDoc.com slash get it and download the ZocDoc app for free. And then you can start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash get it. ZocDoc.com slash get it. Okay, what's Nanny Gate? Uh, nanny gate is like, I mean, I hope that this girl, like, I hope something, something happened for this not to be working out accordingly. So Jared and I interviewed a nanny. I have come to the conclusion that I need a nanny and like, I cannot deny it any longer. I can't just have a little helper. Like I need someone part to full time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's okay. Cause I know I'll be a better mom this way. Um, I always wanted to be the mom that, like, was like, kind of a stay-at-home mom, but I realized that, like, I'm not a stay-at-home mom. I, I, I also am a working mom, too. So, like, I, you can't do both. You can't be a working mom, a stay-at-home mom, even if you work at home. It's, like, really, really hard. Anyway. We can I'm go so into- proud of you, though, for, like, saying that out loud and, like, claiming that and, like, working through that because I feel like that's something that you really, really – I feel like that's something a lot of moms, like, really take on themselves to be like, am I a good mom if I'm not 100% mm-hmm. attentive in doing this? And it's like, yes, you are. You are a yeah. good mom if you're putting yourself first what, in whatever way you need to do that. And so I think that's great that you're doing what's best for you, Ash. Well, thank you. I also think it's best for him in the sense that, like – He'll get full on attention during the day from someone. And then when I am with him, he'll have all of my attention instead of my like frustrated, distracted self, which I can't stand that. I want to be able to like wake up and enjoy every moment that I have with him. Um, So this way I can enjoy all the moments I have with him because I won't be stressed out. And then Jared also like, we were, this was a couple months ago. He said this, but he was like, you're being a good mom by providing for him the way that we're able to provide for him now, but like you can't provide for him. You're going to like look back if you like slip in your work and Mm -hmm. you are not as productive as you've been the past, you know, like six years, then you're going to look back in time and be like, Oh man, like I should have used that time. Um, just like to hone your you know, career just, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like you have to kind of like focus on your career because like you doing well there is also doing well for him. Yes. Anyway. Very good. Blah, 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 Very blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I still don't. No, I, I still think that's all really good stuff. I think we should like talk about that more too because people feel so mom- New moms feel yeah. so guilty and I, and it yeah. makes me so sad. Yeah. I think so. I like, if you guys don't know this, I was raised Mormon. So mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of my close friends are, are similar age range. 
and I have like four kids mm-hmm. at this point. So I have a lot of friends who have like in my tw- 20s, mid 20s, we're going through this like early stage mom guilt. And mm-hmm. it's like a real living thing. Like mom guilt creeps up on people and like taps on your shoulder random times like, hey, are you being a good enough mom? Yeah. And so it's <laughs> it's really cool when people can find a system that works for them, like including you know, whether it's like daycare, school, childcare, nanny, family, like a lot of people, like there's so many resources and different ways to parent and there's mm-hmm. so much mom guilt. So anytime someone does something to conquer mom guilt is like a win for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aww. Thanks, Sadie. It's so sweet. It's funny because it comes in different forms. Like mine, I guess, comes in the form of like, oh man, I, I'm staying at home. You're like, I work from home, so I should be able to do yeah. both at the same time. But then you realize that like working from home, you still need to like be at a desk. You still need to be totally focused on the work. And like, it just doesn't work out like that. Um, but like a lot of people get it from going away with their girlfriends for like two days, you know, on a weekend. I don't get it from that. I think because like I truly know in my spirit that like those are really good for me. I think yeah. work, you feels more of like a responsibility, like a part of your like day to day. So that is where I get more of my guilt from. And do you feel this with work too? Because I've had people say like, if they're being a really full-time attentive mom, then they have work guilt. They have kind of this other thing that pops up and is like, are you working hard enough? Like is your career? Yeah. 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 I I saw on Instagram this week, a reel that was really funny. It said like when you're drunk and you're hungover and you totally plan for the day to just be a relaxing couch day. And then the productivity anxiety comes in and I was like, Oh "Oh my gosh, productivity Mm -hmm. anxiety. This is, it finally has a name. Yeah, I was literally talking to someone yesterday how I am not good at resting. I'm not good at resting. And I'm so proud of myself because I've really been working on trying to have a life and a career, like a real work-life balance. Because you guys know, I don't, like, I I didn't tell you, obviously, Ashley, like, when it happened, but I was interviewing Brad Pitt Monday. (laughs) I was interviewing Brad Pitt. (laughs) And our next combo, okay? <laughs> and uh, you guys know, like, for a big interview like that, I normally am like, I'm not cancel everything for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, my anxiety is so much that I that I'm like, I cannot do well if I'm like out rendezvousing with people. Mm-hmm. And for the first time ever that weekend, I flew to Denver, met Sadie. We went to see Abraham Hicks, which was really cool. And then the next night, I went to my friends, like. Uh, oyster like Yahtzee party. I learned how to play Yahtzee, which is so cool. Oh, a Yahtzee party. Yahtzee yacht party. It was so fun. But anyways, normally, and that was the night before, and I am so proud of myself for like doing that because I normally I would be like, oh my god, I need to be in bed right now, or it's yeah. not going to be good. And it's crazy that like when you're in one thing, you can't even enjoy it because of anxiety because you think that you're like missing out or not being attentive to something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's menacing. Oh, whether well, it's like a baby or your job. Yeah. That's how I am all the time with him. Like even if I'm sitting and he's on my lap and he's smiling and it's so cute, I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I could enjoy this moment fully, but I can't because I know how far behind I am and everything else. All right. So then you're, so you're going to get a nanny to cope with all of these issues. Yeah. Now, listen, we met with this girl on Friday. She seems... The way you're, like, setting this up right now, like, it's like, are you afraid of the dark? I know. (laughs) The tale of the nanny. Now, now listen. The lights off, flashlight under your fucking mouth. I hope I look back on this in, like, 24 hours and laugh um or or something but it's just like so crazy so on friday we had this interview with this girl and she was so awesome like so so awesome um she she wants to like as her like career come um open a center in um the next town over for like mommy and me but not just mommy and me like where we sit around in a circle and like pass a ball and stuff like very cognitive things like things that really you know like that are very specific with like different ages and like different activities that really bring out the brain in certain like parts you know like there's different rooms for different like parts of the brain and like the personality and all this stuff i I wish i could like actually quote but it's like something that naz would be into like baby yoga mom and me yoga was like a thing that she Mm -hmm. that she was gonna have Mm -hmm. like a mom and me yoga class 
So I was like, okay, oh my God, you're, this is amazing. She had over a decade of experience in nannying. Um, she's 31. She's engaged. Um, she was, she, she, um, what was it? She's wor- She's a nanny before for kids with down syndrome and autism. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like she, she knows all about scheduling babies and like how their, you know, brain works best throughout the day, nap scheduling, eat scheduling, all this stuff. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we found this girl. First interview. Right, like not only a caretaker, but someone who knows how to cognitively build skills like within your child's Exactly. Brain. Like, like yeah, a yeah, teacher, yeah. basically, not yeah. just somebody and who's going to hold him. Yeah. yeah, like lots and lots of things. Like she's going to be able to help me like parent kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah, especially because the developmental stages of babies is wild. Like yeah. one week mm-hmm. they can't see colors, the next week they can. One yeah. week yeah. they can hold stuff with their right hand, the next week they can use their like left hand. Like it's crazy. Things just move really fast. So crazy. But she was so educated on just that early developmental thing. And I was like, wow, this is exactly what I needed. Now I'm feeling so much better about my whole life. Jared met her a couple minutes before I got there. And he was like, oh, she's the best. Like, I'm so excited. Like, I feel so good. Like, she's hired. And I was like, Jared, she's not hired. Okay. Wait like, Jared, Jared loves to be like, hired. Like, this is what yeah, he does. Yeah, at the, he does. This is he what does he does at the shop. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. he's like, I said hello to this person. They said hello back. I told them that they were hired. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> Anyone wants to like, like just Audrey. knocking shit off the background checks yeah. <laughs> the opposite of the apprentice he's hiring everybody and i was like no jared Why? we'll have her for a couple weeks she'll stay at home with me for a few days you know like as a mommy's helper for a couple days and then when i get comfortable and like if dawson seems to be taking to her then we'll um have her like babysit when i'm not there for a couple days and then like in a couple weeks we'll evaluate and see if this is like really the one for us and then he was like, okay, fine, fine. I was like, he's like, you're right. I'm like, okay, yes, I know. I'm right. So she and I, we left our conversation saying that she was going to come over on Monday and Tuesday this week. And that she told me to text her when I figured out a time for Monday. So yesterday morning I texted her and I said, Hey, uh, could you come at 9am tomorrow? My mom and I would love to get some stuff done before she leaves back to Virginia. And no response for like an hour. So I texted her again. I was like, oh, I know it's really last minute. So if like 9 a.m. is too early, just like let me know. And then no response. No response. Uh, forever. Forever. And then I started thinking, like, was, did I get the wrong number? Because when she put her number in my phone the other day, I said, it's Ashley. Um, just like give her my number back. I was like, maybe she plugged in her number wrong. Was it green or blue? No, it's gone blue. Okay. Both times. And then I'm thinking like, you know, it would be nice if the person whose wrong number it was would be like, hey, this is not so-and-so. Yeah. Right. But no. And then I went, then like, what was it? Like 10 hours later, I texted, hey, just checking in. Nothing. And then I went on her Instagram and it's open. I'm surprised because I feel like most people who are like private like citizens private. are private, uh-huh. you know? So I was like, oh, it's public. And I saw that she posted at 6 p.m. And like she posted like a big thing at 6 p.m. Multiple pictures, commenting and everything. I'm like, okay. Huh. And then I was just, now I'm getting curious. Now you're like, I would get pissed now. Oh, I'm getting pissed and I'm Uh getting curious. I'm getting getting pissed to the point like, oh, okay, now I really have to worry. Like, I don't know if this is the girl for us, right? Yeah. So then I make, so Jared has been DMing her. That's how they first initially got in contact. Uh, True transparency. We found her on care.com. But we we didn't want to pay to message her. (laughs) Oh my god! You have to stupid loser. You have to pay to message. You You have to pay to message. Okay, but there was just one girl (laughs) that we were interested in. Okay, so we found her on Instagram, and then Jared DM'd her. So they've been going back and forth through DM. So last night at eleven o'clock, Jared DM'd her, seeing that she was active at six, Mm -hmm. and then I call him at eleven this morning. She still hasn't opened it. He hasn't responded to any text. 
and has not opened his message. So Are you getting ghosted? Am I getting ghosted by a nanny? And and okay. why? But how but how do you still you still don't know if it's the wrong number or not, right? Well, I would think well, now I think it's weird. Now that we add the Instagram thing on top, I think it's very strange. Was she very responsive on DMs before she met you guys? I think she was. Again, that was Jared's communication with her. Okay. So you went on care.com, you found a girl that you liked and then you found her on Instagram and messaged her. Mhm. When she came over, what was okay, the yes, Elle Woods. <laughs> they just like Elle Woods at the beginning of the, the case. I'm trying to find the distance. So you're in the shower. Yes, I was in the shower. So you got a perm <laughs> and then you went into the shower. <laughs> Wait, Ashley, when she left your house, what did you guys agree upon? Because I feel like I wasn't clear on that. Were you like, right. we're going to try you out for a week? Like, what did she say? That's what I said. I said, we would love to have you come in mother's help a couple times next week and eventually have you babysit him alone. I said, I definitely like, like your, I really like, I was like, I like you right off the bat. I definitely want you to, at the very minimum, probably be a babysitter for us. Um, but I, de- you know, I definitely need to see how you guys drive. Okay. Uh, can I just say this? You should definitely pay the extra for the care.com because they have background checks on there. Like you have right, to have background but you're check. only allowed to be on there if you pass the background check. That is incorrect. No, that is. I was, I was on care.com in Sitter city for years and years. <laughs> I personally, yeah. like I background checks, like you pay $50 to do. No, she was so you background look, checked. I know she was this. background checked. Yeah. So you, did you see all her references and background checks? You're right. I should, I would thousand percent now will sign, I will pay the now money you want, now you're curious. so that I can get the um, recommendations because I want to call yeah. these people. Exactly. Wait, Lauren, this is so funny because Lauren, I remember when you were in LA, you went on care.com, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I feel like we were together. I didn't know about any of this. And Ashley, I feel like you're going to hear back from her, but also I just want to acknowledge that I think there's like a larger conversation here that I, now that I have um, a couple friends that have kids, finding a nanny is so anxiety inducing, finding someone that will like work with your schedule, that'll get along with your child. And then even get along with you, get along with you. But I think it's more, well, I guess it depends like some, cause I've had friends where it's like, I didn't. I wasn't best friends with my nanny, but I don't need to be best friends with my nanny and they're perfect for my kid, blah, blah, blah. But basically it's just so, it's really like, it's, and then even when you find the perfect person to like trust them and walk away, like with your like beloved child, it's like such a thing. It's like a, it could turn into a lifetime movie real quick. Right. It absolutely can. So, I mean, moral of the story, I'm going to get back on care.com and I'm going to look at the background checks. If for some reason, in the back, the recommendations, if for some reason she even gets back to me, but you guys, if she gets back to me, the question, this is my point of view. If she gets back to me, I might be blunt for the first time in my life and yeah, be like the first time in my respond. life and be yeah. like, Hey, we really had, um, great vibes with you. We were excited about it, but like, I have to say it was, it's kind of, um, it's making us a little bit more cautious about jumping in because, um, because yeah, of no, your actually, lack of this response. This is a perfect. This is a perfect moment for you to like set a boundary and be clear on what it is you want. Hey, we really were impressed by you. We'd still love to try you out. Moving forward, I need like continued communication. I need continued communication or whatever it is. That's not the term, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. I need to know where you are, and I I would like someone who's more responsive. Um, let me know your thoughts on that. And if it's not a fit, it's not a fit. But like, she just helped you clarify what you need in a nanny that you didn't even probably know you needed. Yeah. That's so true. It's a learning experience just there. That's like somebody, I want to look for somebody with like those kinds of qualifications. Maybe she thought it was like a weekend and she needed to respond. Yeah, that's true. She thought during the weekend she didn't have to respond. Maybe. We had a set date of Monday. Oh, you did. Oh, we didn't have a set time, but we had a set date. So here we are. Literally. This is dating. Like, this is a different type of dating. Yeah. Like, I've been here. We had a day. We didn't have a set time. Then all of a sudden, my messages were unread. Like, I've been... This this is... I exactly like dating now. (laughs) Oh, my God. You get the nervous jitters, and it doesn't have to be the guy you like. I know. I was so excited about her. So excited about her. I thought we had so much potential. She was going (laughs) to make my life better. 
great education. Yeah, yeah, you're like vetting her background. You're like, I want her to think I'm kind of funny, but also kind of <laughs> yeah. cool. Like I'm like a cool mom and like yeah. we can connect. Yeah. This is yeah. fun. But before you haven't this. felt this anxiety or this type of you haven't felt rejection in this way, Ashley, in a while. And so it's so true. It's it's so funny because I was telling Sadie, like, I have been realizing of myself that I can't sit with disappointment, rejection, or criticism. Like, those mm-hmm. three emotions are so hard for me to just sit with. It's mm-hmm. like I try to get rid of it whenever I'm feeling it or, like, what you're going through, Ashley. Like, mm-hmm. I would be insane. My anxiety yeah. would be through the roof. I'd be like, oh, my God, I need to meditate. I need to do this. I need to do this. When really all I need to do is sit down and say, oh, I am disappointed or I am rejected right now. And even in just like claiming it, it makes it better. You're like, okay, that is what this is. And that's okay because it's not going to feel this way forever. And I needed this information to now know what I do want. And it's easy to like basically put a name to it. Like I am rejected and then you can come to terms with it. (laughs) Or I, not, I am, I am feeling rejected. Okay. I, this might not apply to this situation at all, but I've only been properly ghosted once. And the time that I was, I lost my mind. Like I honestly felt like I fell into like a hole. I was like, he must be dead. Like no one would just not respond. Like he must be dead. And I reached out to, uh, and then when I saw his face or his Instagram, I was like, no, so he's alive. Like, yeah. you know, the reality yeah. is setting in. I'm like, I think I'm being ghosted. I reached out to a friend of mine who was, uh, is a straight guy, like a playboy. And I was like, so talk me through this. Like what is happening? And my friend trying to be a good friend to me was like, listen, Sadie, if you're wondering if he gives a fuck about you, he's letting you know that he doesn't. And okay, I was like, yeah. wow, harsh, but wow. like, okay. But yes. And there is something about like, regardless of the scenario, maybe she got the, if, if I'm applying this logic to this situation, it's like, she's letting you know, she's not communicative. Like yeah. she's not, mm-hmm. um, like responsive. I'm not saying that she doesn't give a fuck about you. It's a different situation, but it's not like I want to know, do you, are you traumatized forever now by being ghosted? Like if you talk to anyone, do you think you're gonna be ghosted? Uh, no. So actually funny story. So he ghosted me. And then yeah. he reached back out and I was like, no, you're a dead person. You're a ghost. Yes. Like you're not real. Yeah. Um, he what tried to call like, that. Does they have a term for that? Zombieing. 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 Yeah. So he came back yeah. as a zombie and, uh, he was trying desperately to meet up and was like, we could go here. We could do this. And I was like, you're dead. You're dead to me. And then he goes, I'm getting a tattoo on Friday. Uh, maybe you could come with me. And I was like, that is the weirdest invite to anything. I barely know you, sir. And also what time? Cause I'm going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> literally how we reconnected. And so we had this like reconnection and then Guess who ghosted me twice? I've been ghosted no. twice by the same person. He ghosted me again, and I was like, you know what? Shame on, shame on you, shame on yep, me. This yep, is a, yeah, yeah. I participated. So I learned my lesson, but it didn't, um, it didn't actually scar me. I think I've ended up ghosting people since, which See, is what kind Sadie, of tattoo that's, that's interesting because then Sadie, you took it and like you've ghosted other people. Lauren, I've been completely traumatized since you guys know the, the life ruiner who yep. I, that my big breakup that led to heartbroken anonymous in 2016. Because I couldn't be- always thought every man comes back. Every man. Comes no, but back. that one never did. But that one never did. And I couldn't believe that I had shared six months with someone yeah. that just was literally to this day and i am so traumatized that in little instances it's like i'm working through it in emdr but it's like i'm definitely not there yet where i get severe anxiety where i feel like i'm just gonna be left and like yeah never gonna see them again which is also like okay well can i be okay with that we're talking about <laughs> like the guy i should be able to be okay that with you that. ran out of his car crying and you never saw him again yeah 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 that's I know it's and it scarred me for life but I also am like that I made it all about me and personalized it and made it about my worth and like how could someone not want to like I'm such a nice person and I was so great like and then I'm just like I'm just slowly realizing and I think we all know that it's like well that is nothing to do with me yeah yeah but but you don't think that my your body internalizes it is like you no but then so when I've been on the other side of it and I'm like ooh I'm done here I haven't like properly ghosted anybody I should be clear but I have done the like one text like we're done thanks so much like just like a, I'm I'm closing this door mm-hmm. and when you're on the other side of it it really isn't like you're staying up all night critiquing the person you're literally just like oh this isn't for me this doesn't feel right, right. Yeah. unless he's yeah. we- unless he's wearing flip flops unless then, then I'm staying up all night also. <laughs> yeah. Another one that came to mind is, uh, have you guys mentioned this before? White sunglasses? Does that White give anyone else sunglasses. on a man that is not too cute? Oh my God. Something Terrible. about men and if it's white, like I, it's not that just. Is, that is the puka shell of shades. <laughs> <The puka> sh- <laughs> 
that is exactly right. But that's another that's another one I just thought of. I was like, yeah, like not just the Oakleys. It's like any white frame glasses. Like I'm so gross. Like you are a loser. I see it vividly. I'm watching Daisy of Love right now, like the spinoff of Rock of Love. And it came out in 2009, I think. And every guy there is wearing like white sunglasses. It's so gross. That's they, they would be guys to wrap up this conversation. Am I getting ghosted by by the nanny? And why wouldn't she, as this is not a romantic relationship, just say, she's supposed to be. Oh, she's 31. Yeah. Why wouldn't she just say, Hey, not um it's not gonna work out because something 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 why is she ghosted well, why you could say that of any guy that's ghosted any yeah person, but that's like you know? more personal that's more of like i do not feel romance towards you i'm not attracted to you i don't like your personality this is like is no this but it could, that could be but it could be a million other reasons it could be they're dealing with depression or something and like the in this girl's case maybe she doesn't want to take on anymore doesn't know how to say no to someone in the work like sphere you know like maybe she's just like literally avoiding all type of confrontation and doesn't want to say no because she knows you really like her and that let me just sense. clarify she really doesn't have a job right now she she does but she doesn't like she's right re- she's that- ready and willing to quit Okay, because that was my guess. Like, having been on this side, like, I've worked as a nanny back in the day and, like, and worked as a personal assistant. I've been in people's homes. And, like, the times I was the least responsive, I remember being, like, because I was weighing out other options. Mm-hmm. Like, I either mm-hmm. had, like, another job oh. offer or, like, something like that. Or maybe I was traveling or, like, something coming up and I didn't know how to say, like... Ugh, I don't... I'm That's not prioritizing... Deciding like, between a family, another family and us? That's what it maybe. is. Maybe. Could be. I agree. Could be. All right, we're going to take one Maybe last Maybe she doesn't break. feel worthy to be your nanny. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Thank you Maybe for she's gonna, so sweet. Maybe she's going to damn you in a couple weeks and ask you to come to her tattoo appointment. With her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Sadie, I want to know what tattoo he got because that'll say a lot about the guy. Okay, so actually I'm obsessed with this because, because I went and I was still – I was bitter. So I show up and it was this guy who had tattooed him a handful of times. They were like good buddies. They've worked together and it's, it's also a tattoo artist. So this guy doesn't know that he ghosted me. He, he has heard about like our date that we went on and like the time that we spent together. So he's like, I've heard so much about you. He's kind of like chatting me up and roasting the guy that he's tattooing, the guy that I'm seeing. And I was loving it. I was like, yeah, drag his ass, like drag him. And the guy goes, so he was getting a, it was like a map, like a Navy map because the guy's dad, (laughs) Sorry, the guy's dad that I was seeing was in the Navy. So he did like some map to dedicate to his dad or something like that. Oh, wait, that's pretty. I feel like an asshole. No. And the guy who was tattooing him, who was roasting him being like, this guy sucks, you know, whatever. I was like, yeah. He goes, do you want to do some of the tattoo? And I was like, hell yes, I do. So I've never used a tattoo gun in my life. I put on a glove, get over there, and I'm tattooing the man who ghosted me. And I still, to this day, I'm like, I left my mark on that man. Yeah, literally. literally. That's a literal mark. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Can we talk about how I don't get how tattoo artists must be the most patient people in the fucking world? Like, talk about a job I could never, I, I ever know. do. Like, follow a line for three hours Jeez. and make sure it's straight and not fuck it up for, like... Yo, some of them take like 12 hours 12 a session. Hours. Like they're a whole mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Whole days. How does your hand like create that mm-hmm. strength and not get so tired? God, be such we a need strong to do an I don't get it occupation with the tattoo. <gasps> I would love Let's that. do it. I'm sure they have tons of horror stories, annoying clients, like the ugliest tattoos. Yes. Like, yes. yeah. Oh, I love that idea. Guys, let's take a quick break. And when we return... We're going to be talking about Naz's interactions with Brad Pitt. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Okay, so we have talked about anxiety like so much, even like on this podcast that you're listening to right now. But what is one tool that you can use to work through that and process it and, you know, be with it? BetterHelp. I love BetterHelp online therapy. I recommend it to friends all the time. And listen, there are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain, like learning a new language or taking power naps, but there's also therapy. And I have found that in all the therapy that I have done, I have tools for whenever that anxiety pops up and it's something that I work like work through. And I wouldn't have those tools if it wasn't for therapy. And honestly, it is a game changer. Yeah. And everything's online these days. You're traveling 
for work, you're doing your work online, you might as well have your therapist online and right at your fingertips. So BetterHelp offers phone, video, and even live chat only therapy sessions. So you don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's so much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched in you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. So if you guys want to try out BetterHelp, our listeners can get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash get it. That is better, H-E-L-P.com slash get it. We're back and we're talking Brad Pitt. Naz, tell us everything, every little detail. Give me similes. You're so funny. It's There's not much to say aside from the fact that when he like... When he, when I found out that I was like doing the interview for Bullet Train, which is a movie that Brad Pitt stars in, I was really excited to see it because I almost, because if you think about it, like Brad Pitt's career is so intentional and purposeful that it's almost the opposite of like Tom Cruise's. And you guys know how like, like Tom Cruise is like full on (laughs) blockbuster movie star, like loves it. Every single role Brad is in is like, I don't know. I just feel like he made that decision with a little more, you know what I mean? Like it w- there was a lot of meaning behind it. Like he's like, yes, I want to do this role because he's very picky and choosy. Mm-hmm. So I was really excited to get to talk to him. And then when I was like telling people that I was interviewing him, it's just so, it's, it's honestly so wild how one human being can have like such a reach. Cause people would be like, wow, like Brad. And I'm like, he, he is like this larger than life character. And one of the last, you know, I guess, quote unquote, as Quentin Tarantino would say, like great movie stars. Tarantino said trying to describe like when you see Brad Pitt through the camera lens is like trying to describe like starshine. Like you just can't. (laughs) But it just makes sense. You know, like Mm -hmm. you just see he sees him through the camera lens and he's like, this is a movie. And so I was like trying not to have any expectations because, you know, like how that goes. It's like, well, what is he like, like in real life? And of course I walk in, I got to talk to them for 15 minutes and like the interviews on RottenTomatoes.com and Fandango.com, but he is, he's everything. He's so charming. He's so good looking. His hair looks like it went through a wind tunnel, but somehow it made sense. And yeah. any other person, it would look horrible. A hundred percent. And he's so smiley and charismatic and like in on the joke that like he is Brad Pitt, but also like able to be deep and he smelled very sweet and like smoky and his outfit mm. was just so sick and he's so just relaxed and like just cool like that's the he only word i can relaxed. describe yeah like he knows that he's cool but he's also not not in a way where he thinks he's above you in any way he's just like so happy to like talk to you and like meet he's happy to talk to like anyone really so how was it when he walked into the room so like most of your conversation is on camera right yeah. Yeah. So we, um, they were already sitting in the chairs. So I said hi to them. And then I like fist bumped all three of them as I walked in. Cause they were like in like a fun mood. And mm-hmm. then when I walked out, um, I, I think one of them asked me like if Naz was short for something and I said Nazareth and Brad was like, that's so cool. And like when I looked back at my interview, cause I like black out and all them, yeah. I feel like I made him laugh like a bunch, but I don't think like you're so in like the mode of asking questions that I wasn't like looking Brad in the eye. And I also could tell that I was definitely more comfortable looking at the other two. (laughs) (laughs) Like I looked at my interview and I'm like, damn, I'm not even like looking at him in the face as much. And it's probably, this is the first time no one's just been dead locked in on my face in my entire career. Right. But he was able to look at me the whole time. Mm -hmm. Even when I was asking the other guys questions. You can't stare at the sun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's star shine. Star shine. Oh, I think, we should Star end this podcast, podcast on that note. You can't look straight <laughs> yes. into the sun. A hundred percent. But watch the interview. It's great. And I'm just so happy. And I hope I get to talk to him more. But he literally is everything. I'm just so glad that... Cause, so I, I really wanted to know what he smelled like. Like, yeah. that was the thing yeah. I texted yeah. you. I was you like, so me. what do you smell like? Because yeah. you just know, like... Someone like that. He's in. I'm imagining when I imagine Brad. He's in linen. He smells amazing. Yeah. Like, mm. He's in linen. Yeah. He smells amazing. <laughs> That's so, so good. good. Um, yeah, guys, this was so fun. So, so fun. fun. Thanks right. for coming, Sadie. For You're coming, welcome Sadie. anytime. Definitely an enhancement. Me- Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for letting me crash. Yeah. And guys, Sadie's hilarious and she has her own podcast too. Do you want to tell them like where people can find you? you And Sadie has hilarious TikToks. So she'll tell your TikTok (gasps) and her podcast. A TikTok queen. (laughs) I do ridiculous TikToks. I tell stories about my time working in LA um, as like an assistant and crazy things. But um, my TikTok is at Sadie Lane. And uh, the podcast, which is on hiatus, but it's called, it's a podcast about sex and Mormonism for those who are interested. And it's called... 
missionary because you know oh (laughs) genius yeah so there's that as well but the the tiktok is where i'm like spilling all my secrets currently perfect thank you it's it's sadie lane or lynn sadie lane l-a-n-e lane cool awesome all right right, guys we'll see oh wait one little thing um that people say my coffee instead of a coffee it's because everyone takes their coffee differently and it's your own way of taking your coffee oh got it lauren was saying how like coffee is the only thing that we like possess we're like we say like, like i haven't have had my, my coffee. coffee in the morning mm-hmm. but we're never like i haven't had my banana in the morning <laughs> <laughs> oh update guys my husband is the man who goes and gets hard ice cream by himself he did it this week really oh. yeah. a bunch of people do i was saying like how soft serves okay to like get um get like on your own or with other people but like a jenny's or salt and Shry would never go alone that's so funny like that just feels wrong i think i would get yeah. i sweets are where i i have like no rules like i would get any any sweet by myself like that's not an hmm. issue okay interesting all right well we love right. you guys thanks for listening bye, bye. i don't get it. podcast